0: Who's even the bad guy anymore? (laughs) Great question. Who is even who is even the because they're doing things and we're doing those same things, but getting mad at them for doing those things.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We're not all doing those things. But
0: like in pockets, but Mm -hmm. like in pockets, you know, and it's in pockets over there.
1: Yeah, I guess. But their pockets are bigger than our pockets.
0: I don't think so.
1: Oh, goodness. Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm
0: just in the pocket
1: picker. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think this was a great week of comics. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk about these. What's up? It's a couple days after our normal recording sesh. Because We're being thankful. Thankfulness happened. Yeah. And food. And food. And some light travel. Yeah, a little bit. So, today we are here and we are talking to you about X Men Unlimited number 62, Mm. Midnight Suns number 3, X Force number 34, and X Men number 17.
0: And Amazing Spider Man number 14 from me.
1: From Justin. It's just to get us ready for Dark Web. Just a little prelude
0: to capture your interests potentially or not. Who knows? (laughs) But first, first it's time for the news. Oh.
1: <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Oh yeah.
0: The new number one. Uh-huh. Preview pages are out. Art pages. Oh. Kind of see that inside. There's been allusions to Polaris joining in the book at some point.
1: Let's go. I'm here for it. Just, I'm gonna have to read it.
0: I know. Like that's. I. I'm here for characters getting stories, but. You put one X character in a book, I'm not going to just buy that book from now on. Like, I'm getting the one or two issues that Emma is in in Captain America.
1: Well, Captain America is different. Scarlet Witch feels like.
0: That's what they want you to think. In your
1: heart, she's a mutant. That's what so. they want you to
0: think. I mean, so we did do a poll like two weeks ago, and yeah. I forgot to say it last week, but 95% of the people want her to be a mutant.
1: Well, I mean, because she is.
0: No comment so
1: (laughs) want to be slash
0: what has historically been true slash flip-flopping slash foolish reasons because of ownership of characters now but now it just feels like okay now we're gonna undo the do and and redo it later anyway
1: said that it's just what they want what is in their hearts you know so
0: i i cried for uh a works cited page on Mr. Sinister.
1: Oh, you cried for one. I you cried. You were like, help me, I help need it. Help me, Marvel.
0: It. I need it, but if you don't do it, I'm going to do it myself. And mine was arguably a little bit better. Anyway. Anyway. Marvel did come up with a article. Mr. Sinister explained.
1: Do you think they're listening to our podcast?
0: X-Men clone scientists. It's basically like, hey, we're not doing editor's notes in the books for X-Men, but we'll do a whole article Basically answering most of the questions that you have. And in this article, they reference the further adventures of Cyclops and Phoenix. Mm -hmm. They reference the mutant massacre and Inferno, his actual first appearances. Beyond Inferno, the things that he did even further. And Krakoa and what he's been up to nowadays. (laughs) We even get a little guest appearance by Stasis in this article.
1: Oh, snap. Giving
0: you the full preamble before a sins of sinister checklist
1: wow they're just letting you know
0: they're trying to get you on board for the sins of sinister if you fell off or if you only have a inkling of curiosity
1: you should be on board for sins of sinister you should
0: because they also have another article that we posted some of the designs from the various character design sheets from the event
1: Mmm, exciting
0: that's the one with the captain america sinister which just looks awful (laughs) It's got Storm looking regal and Mm -hmm. Magneto inspired. I love it. I love it. I do love it too. The the Wagnerine.
1: That's probably my favorite one. Infusion.
0: Yeah, no, that's why it led on our post. Cable just sans techno organic virus. It's looking all. How? Because they've been stealing it and they've been working on it. The Sinister of Space.
1: The Sinister of Space.
0: Oh, my boy Nightcrawler looking all sorts of tormented. With his horns, and his shackles, and his disfigurations.
1: I kind of like it. I know Uh, you hate it.
0: Did you see Auntie Fortune? The domino-nightcrawler combo? No. From year 1000?
1: No. Oh, snap. She's serious. She's not messing around.
0: Are you excited about Sins of Sinister?
1: Yeah, super excited.
0: Are, Are the people excited about Sins of Sinister? I think so. Yeah, Moral X Men. Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants and Nightcrawlers coming to you in January? Question mark. No, yeah, it's January. The
1: newest year.
0: In the newest year, February. Those three will come in February after it kicks off in the one shot Sins of Sinister. Hmm. But we're not talking about that just yet. No, no, not we're yet. We're over here in a in a dark web of sorts <laughs> that is not yet applicable. our conversation hasn't
1: quite started yeah
0: yeah it's still weaving they're weaving over there
1: (laughs) they're weaving it
0: do you want to hear about our poll
1: i would love to hear about our poll two entries two entries
0: any predictions
1: i mean it's tough because every book i was like well that was really good well that was really good but i feel like it's got to be x-men 87%
0: X-Men, number 17, 13% for X-Force
1: 34. Only 13%? Yeah. Wow. Uh,
0: People are like, hey, beast, I get it, but no.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I get it, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) X-Men Unlimited? Okay, let's talk about it, because what in the heck is going on in X-Men Unlimited?
0: Charlie's very bad day.
1: (laughs) Basically, Charles Xavier's like, Listen, this is my itinerary for the day.
0: And everything goes wrong.
1: Well, it's not really that it goes wrong. It's just that people are doing it without him. They don't need him. They don't need him. He's sad. That's what's happening. Charles is sad because nobody needs him. He's going throughout his day. Hope's resurrecting people. Kate's making... Not just just
0: people rusty collins who is a fan favorite that has not been seen in the krakowan era as of yet
1: well there there rusty is all resurrected all
0: resurrected and official awaiting future stories
1: but hope's got that Kate's doing the relations with other nations. Yeah. We got
0: They don't even know that Sabretooth's not even in the pit.
1: Yeah, they're like just they oh we voted on his parole without you. We're doing like we don't need you, Charles. And then
0: You can't sit with the Iraqi
1: Yeah, you sorry, you can't sit with us. Nobody
0: wants to read about X Corp numbers, so no. we're just gonna skip that. So
1: we're just gonna skip it. It's just Charles, go, go be by yourself for a little while.
0: Go and reflect on how things have changed since Moira and Magneto have left your secret triumvirate.
1: And smash a photo, get upset, and then, oh wait, we need you and Rachel, because we're going to, the, the whole beginning conversation was like, we're putting up this psychic shield.
0: Astral defenses. So we
1: need, we need you. And in the moments of this shield being put up, yep. we're visited... By Nightmare.
0: Nightmare, who we saw in X-Men number four.
1: Who's making an appearance again.
0: He's just coming in, and even though he was being playful and fun in X-Men number four, he's now just going straight to the point, I can't trust you mutants with your brain powers, and I'm just going to snip your ghost tail.
1: And then plop you into the age of apocalypse.
0: Basically. It's like, hey, you're... (laughs) I see your face. Your, Your mentality has been severed from your physical form. Now we're gonna put it somewhere else because in a universe where you know it's basically the and it is Christmas I Eve. It's he Christmas. Was dead. It is Christmas Eve, right? Like in right. The, in the story. So is this his? Is this he this freaking is. Yes. Scrooge? Yes, hundred percent. This is him. Like spirits are these the futures of something that? blah. blah,
1: blah. Oh, so what is this? Christmas past?
0: No, this is. Christmas alternate future.
1: No, it's not. That's incorrect. It's not how it goes. That is
0: what it is, though. It's what it would have been if you had died.
1: But this is all alternate wrong. alternate present. I so guess. So are we gonna get two more? Are we gonna get? Are we it's gonna a, get three more? It's
0: a six issue arc.
1: This is, bananas. but it will likely
0: all be in this new age of apocalypse world. Maybe where it will. Maybe it won't. Xavier will see the influence of his actually not being there. And I think it's it's. I read a little bit. In an article that it is what if the age of apocalypse came out of house of x
1: interesting okay so see i don't like that because this is my conflict right with the situation charles is fine lately he's just kind of like chilling in the background and charles
0: is fine you heard it first
1: like fine not good just fine he's there he's not causing too much of a disturbance right but saying like this whole, oh, what will the world be if you weren't there? It's like, yeah, if you weren't there to build up your dream and to do what you did with Moira, we wouldn't have Krakoa. Got it. However, twisting it to be like, oh, but if you leave, all of Krakoa falls to shambles and falls to the age of apocalypse. Like I, If that's what the story is going to be like, I just disagree. I feel like the entire buildup of the Krakoan age has been showing how things can run differently than they've run in the past and different mutants can take the lead and it doesn't always have to be just about Charles and Eric. And if they're taking this journey to show Charles how important he is still, like, I don't know. I'm not saying he's not important and I'm not saying he didn't lay the groundwork to get them there. I'm just saying...
0: They got this.
1: Like, the first part of this story essentially saying look at you've trained all these people to do the things like
0: well i mean obviously it's going to question that right so he's feeling that he's not needed and it's going to be like well no you are because if you're not here then sinister absolutely takes over sins of sinister is only the appetizer to what happens next because apocalypse comes back in and he sees oh wow nathaniel kept it warm for me now i'm going to rule That all growth that I experienced in Ten of Swords, that was a lie. I'm with my family now. Murder everywhere.
1: Okay. Well, I just, I don't know. I'm not here for that fully.
0: We'll see. It's only part one.
1: Yeah, it's only part one. just
0: not into it, folks.
1: It's not that I'm not into it. I'm interested in it. I just don't want it to be like this is a reason to reset for like the reign of Charles.
0: I don't think it's going to reset for the reign of Charles. You know what I mean? And I think Fall of X is still coming and I think that that is potentially counter to what you're saying right now
1: mm-hmm. all right well you know it's just my initial thoughts
0: are you ready for midnight Suns? i'm
1: so ready for midnight suns
0: you love midnight suns. i
1: love midnight suns yeah i do let's talk about this cover first of all magic looks awesome there's ghost riding happening in the background
0: kushala and some eerie maggot face ancient bug face guy with tusks
1: <laughs> With tusks. No eyes. So uh, let's dig in, shall we? Mm-hmm. Page turn noise. <sighs> we get our title page. A little a little recap. Oh, snap. I'm doing this. Justin just gave me the eyes. Wait,
0: do go- you want to do the title at least? But That's what I was giving you the oh. answer. Oh. But if you want to do it. No, the... no,
1: I don't. <laughs> okay, so Midnight Suns Part 3. Lost in the Dark.
0: Written by Ethan Sachs. Art by Luigi Zagarria, colors by Antonio Fabella, letters Josephino. He
1: sees Josephino.
0: Oh, we didn't do the credits on the Marvel Unlimited. That was Salva Espen on the art. That's all I remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Who did the cover of this? The Night Sun. David Nakiyama. David Nakiyama. Alright, so we're just we're starting back off in Tanzania in 1428. We're getting right back into the Vapors of Valtor. They're they're on the loose. They're doing their attacks, and Agatha is starting to think that you know, I messed up. this has gone too far. She wants to she wants to save a witch that is sort of dead dead because she was the sacrifice essentially for this to happen. She's in an argument with another witch in her coven who ends up being the Zoe's ancestor. grandmother, which is crazy. and basically this other. Which is like no, we we did this. We're committed. Let's let's do it. And then they get into a tussle, and this mirror, the black mirror, cracks, and that that could spell bad news bears because that's basically destroying the dimension in which Valtor lives. Yeah. So we can't have any of that. So she's not here for it. Cut to,
0: she's now for it.
1: <laughs> cut to present day and. Agatha and Zoe are in the tomb of this witch. And they are here to destroy the Black Mirror. Because if they destroy the Black Mirror, then they destroy Valtor. And
0: Can't get in if we broke the door. Exactly. There's no windows into this reality.
1: But guess what? Grandma Witch is a ghost. And she is not okay with her arch nemesis mucking around in her tomb. So she's mad. Onto a magical field trip. Oh, we're back.
0: With our sons.
1: With the team. The edge of the dark dimension. And Wolverine is just straight annoyed about being here. Much like I imagine any Wolverine fan who happened to pick up this book strictly because they like Wolverine. 100%. Is feeling. Uh, Like, like, what is this? What am I doing? Why am I here? This book is about magic. I don't care. (laughs) But there's a tower okay there's a tower and we gotta get to that tower because secret towers are generally the answer to getting out of dangerous dimensions how do we do it
0: demon bats
1: yeah we're gonna there's demon bats but we're gonna possess one with the ghost rider power and we're gonna make our way to this tower and I love this demon demon bat. bat is so cool
0: it's terrifying but in the best way
1: yes in the best way
0: So they crash land (laughs) into this tower.
1: Yes, they crash. Now, Blade very specifically said before, I feel like this tower is very vampy. And at first, I didn't catch what that meant because I'm still new to all of these characters and comics. So I forgot that Blade's whole thing is fighting vampires. Vampire hunter. And so it was like, oh, vampy, as in vampires. Got it. Oh
0: yeah, giant bats. Makes sense.
1: So they crash land. Nico is taken, right? She's grabbed by one of these vampires. And they're basically like, get We're, out of here.
0: The wizard belongs to us. We're
1: holding a wizard hostage. Okay?
0: You didn't even know that. We let that slip. <laughs> we are the children of Mahruk. Yeah. And
1: they're not they're they're not into you coming here because they think they're here. To save the wizard. No. But they're not here to save the wizard.
0: Not even our side quest. We
1: just want to get out of here. Cut back to the tomb. And Zoe has some choice words for her grandma ghost. She's like, back up off Agatha. Agatha is not in control of me. I am more than just my last name. I've got this. Go away. Then we go away. We don't know what happens we next. We don't know. Because we're going back.
0: Nico's parlor trick, not oh, impressing the vampire man.
1: Poor men. Nico. You know, she's really trying to use some semblance of her magic, but it's just not strong enough without her staff. And in comes Blade. Oh, snap.
0: You got Firewood?
1: He's like, listen, I know how to fight vampires, okay? I have all these tricks up my sleeve, but do any of the rest of you want to help me? In comes Wolverine. In comes Magic. I love seeing magic just slice the heads off vampires. It's pretty fun. And we all know Wolverine likes to fight a good vampire here and there. He
0: likes to have purpose. And the fact that he can stab something makes him so happy. Look at that smile, ear to ear.
1: He loves it. He's like, yeah, I'll slash this Finally, I can
0: stab something. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out to Ghost Rider.
1: (laughs) I know. I love it. Kushala. Kushala does their explosion and everyone is like oh damn all right okay all right let's see what's up and then we get a little
0: little quiet time
1: little pep talk between magic and nico which i thought was really sweet this idea that you're more than just your powers and you're still magical and you're still an important part of this team and even though you don't have the full scope of your powers you still put yourself out there for the team and for everyone so
0: yeah nico's story has been a big part building in the background that She is constantly questioning herself, her place here, whether she adds value without her staff.
1: So the thing that I was, you know, so at this point in the book, I'm like, all right, what's going to happen here? Like, how is this going to work? This team is trapped here. Okay, I thought this book was called Midnight Suns, but the Midnight Suns seem to be lost and not really in the action. Then we get this door, which this was hysterical to me. This door that they need to get through to get to this wizard is magical
0: but you can pick the lock with we an adamantium just, claw just, just pick the lock not at all sophisticated lock picking system storm just, would be upset by this happening i mean she has lockpick sets <laughs> aplenty in her headdress
1: doesn't matter wolverine can just cha-cha and then oh wait not only do we get the sass and mm, stuck up nature of a Doctor Strange type character, a Sorcerer Supreme who knows all, but that Sorcerer Supreme just happens to be one of my uh, favorite (laughs) people, Tony Stark.
0: Uh, You hate him, but you love to see him chained up against the wall like this, (laughs) because when Tony suffers, we all win.
1: He is, no, that's not true. He is uh, the Sorcerer Supreme of another universe, so he's not from their universe, and he is being held captive here. He makes a deal. I will help you guys get out of here if you help me down. Oh, snap. Back to the tomb.
0: Now we know what's going on.
1: The Grandma Witch has possessed Agatha, and she is yeah. not for destroying this mirror.
0: You can tell by the misty eyes.
1: By those smoky, smoky eyes.
0: Oh, here's Tusk Face on the other side and, of the mirror. Yeah,
1: and so basically, the Valtor realm is controlling, is making the decisions. And we're not going to destroy this mirror no. because Valtor's coming. He's coming. And then what do we learn through the end of this book? Oh,
0: Dope new costumes.
1: Well, we learn that the team, in order to stop this apocalypse, must travel to this alternate dimension in which Valtor lives to take him down. And right. that, I was like, oh, yo, I'm super pumped about this. And then, you know, Tony's over here working on something. What is he working on? Flip the page new costumes oh my god i love them i already took a picture of it i was like don't do this alicia don't make the one, one the
0: one appearance costume that magic is going."
1: <laughs> but look at her like look at her nice it. she looks great. so amazing it's intense to be continued i can't wait honestly i'm loving this book i really am i like the wit I like the magical storylines.
0: Hey, next, ancient evil attacks, but are the sons too late to stop it? No. Are they? No. You got to ask me big picture.
1: Big picture, what do you think? It was good. It was good. You don't care.
0: <laughs> I, I It's not that I don't care. It's that I I'm not as excited about it as you are, and I know that, and I'm I'm trying to be It's just, you know, I'm I'm on this magical quest, I'm on this journey. It just felt very segmented. It was like, what are these guys doing? They're getting suits. That was the that was the whole thing. It was like they're finding some random vampires.
1: They're getting suits. And they're getting suits. You think they're getting suits was the big takeaway
0: from their story? Yeah, it was. All right, Nick, Nico's still judging herself. It was a cool way to also, you know, I even said I I liked it. It moved everything forward. It added to the mysteries of the mirror as well as the action adventure of our team. They keep finding ways for individual characters to bring their specialty to the group. Nico holds this main narrative interest of her feelings of inadequacy and those uniforms, they're dope. Uh, That was the big picture.
1: I mean I guess how I saw it was we're using Agatha's story and Zoe's story to introduce you to the dimension that this team now has to travel to and I Mm -hmm. thought that was the big takeaway was that the secret to solving this isn't happening in the six one six dimension. It's happening in Valtor's dimension. It's happening in these other dimensions. So you thought the team was Stranded but really they're they're exactly the ones who where can they get to get where they need to be and, and we're I doing Clea, Interdimensional travel.
0: Clea knew it the whole time.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: She's sorcerer Supreme. I
1: don't think she knew it I don't but
0: so you're already thinking about making this magic cosplay. That was my one question.
1: Yeah, I am I took a picture of it immediately I almost posted it on social media, but I was trying to wait until like the Saturday time frame because I know that some people don't read their comics right away and especially Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving weekend, so I was trying to not spoil that so but I already took a picture of it. I thought I've thought about it. I've dreamt about it. I have too many things going on right now, but (laughs) it'll be on my list.
0: Any questions for me? Any thoughts about this book that you'd like to tease out
1: i mean I, I i guess what is it that would make you more interested in the book is there anything like do you want to see more battle do you there's
0: enough battle
1: it's just not, not a storyline that does it for you
0: it's just not a group of characters that i'm immediately drawn into. Mm-hmm. you know i i get magic and wolverine are there so i'm like okay mutants what they're doing is is it just feels like uh feels like dungeons and dragons it feels Mm -hmm. like they're they're on a quest and that's fine like i'm i'm here i'm on the quest with you i'm just i'm not the dungeon master you know i'm not unfolding this tale uh the the valtor guys are cool that's interesting that's a a villain that i don't know and Mm -hmm. and just the way that magic with a c shows its way into the different elements of the story is interesting
1: okay it's cool. It's cool. You don't have to like everything. Just like I don't have to like everything.
0: I know. That's that's what we're saying. That's where we're arriving at.
1: All right. Well, would you like to talk about X Force number thirty
0: four? Of course. This epic space action setup for our adventure ahead on this.
1: <laughs> I was cover. like, cover. Wait, spacesuits? Here's a here's a cover. It's not fully.
0: I would have no problem with it because it's super cool. There's this, you know, AIPT. Yes. So they'll do something. They call it judging by the cover. Mm-hmm. Without knowing anything inside, how cool could this story be based on the cover? And the cover is amazing. These mm-hmm. these spacesuits just bleed X-Men nostalgia. Yes, for Especially sure. Especially with the Krakoan infusements.
1: Look at all those pouches.
0: Especially the fact that you have Maverick and Wolverine here. Like, obviously, none of this... Plays out in that they are not consciously on a team together. Sevier in the background with his head all crazy. Whatever this Death Star looking thing in the background is, we'll find out. It's not happy.
1: Yeah, no. It's very exciting. I was like, oh, we're going to space. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Page turn noise.
0: Look at a little sage monologue.
1: Ooh, this is a sage issue and I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, well, because I feel like she's just been kind of in the background, you know? Mm -hmm. And this brewing problem of hers where she just kind of lets go and gets drunk and people are concerned, people are worried, but nothing's actually happening about it. We get some reason as to why, not to excuse what she's doing. but
1: it's very interesting and she talks about it as the issue goes on, this idea that not only is she having to keep a log and and tally and see and be on the back end of all of these deaths, but the way that her brain and her powers work, like she is a computer. Right. So she is constantly processing and reliving these experiences. And yeah. then not only is she doing that, but she's like – feeling this strange disconnection from it because she's, she's just puppeting it happen. Right.
0: Right. She's just the intel and right. she's the processor and, and she so she watches it. So she's feeling all of these deaths but she's not actually feeling them.
1: And she needs to just like clear it away and the honestly the um these whole opening pages the the art, the voiceover, the seeing sage like get more and more lost in herself as the numbers and things around her are just like piling up and then the way that she goes to the green lagoon to sort of like blur them out yeah it's a really I found it to be a very satisfying story because I've wanted to know what's going on in Sage's head like I've wanted to feel some sense of understanding of what it is that she's going through and why she's choosing to to drink so much
0: and well, and it's interesting, too, to contrast this to what Beast does mm-hmm. and the fact that Beast does these exact same things, but mm-hmm. he's so calm and enjoys it seemingly in mm-hmm. that, you know, compare this to Wolverine's last issue where he was just sending Wolverine on all of these kill missions right. and how many of those racked up and just the not legitimate reasons as to this guy spoke. ...poorly about mutants in a newspaper, so he needs to die. Right. Right? And so he's just dialed in on it. And I think having Sage as... Right? Because Percy's argument has always been, all right, Beast is on one side, Wolverine's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Sage, kind of something that's tethering them, right? but not really in between the two of them, because Wolverine is... like It's like they're on different spectrums.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I love, honestly, the artwork... And seeing all the different like battles and missions. And I know Wolverine is MIA at the moment.
0: And they play that, true. But like, even this, though the cover doesn't tell you that. But.
1: Right. But this team up, this Domino, Omega Red, Deadpool. Yeah. I feel like that that's a cool dynamic.
0: That's the murder squad. That's basically all you need. Is it, you keep on calling Omega Red and Deadpool the murder boys. But mm-hmm. you add in some luck and, mm-hmm. and also weapons manipulation like, yeah that's a great team
1: yeah and we're here at the title page headspace
0: blackout written by benjamin percy art by chris allen colors by guru efx letters joe Caraminga.
1: oh vcs joe Caraminga.
0: and that cover yes. joshua Casara and oh, dean white
1: yes joshua cassara all right
0: Let's go, Madrox team. Back
1: into this story. I just, I
0: love how many different ways we can find work for Madrox. A bartender, yeah. Scientists, you Die. know it. Space freighter team, you better believe it.
1: One hundred percent.
0: They can do anything.
1: They can do it all.
0: How, Forge? What are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to encourage what you've been up to, but co-opt this power so you can just duplicate yourself everywhere. But also, no, you're up to some other stuff that we'll get into later.
1: Yeah, you're up to some other things, Forgy Forge. So basically, the dupes, they're doing their freighter business, but oh wait, someone's here.
0: Right. You can't traffic pedals and not get noticed by the new space pirate team. Watch out, star jammers, and I guess marauders as well.
1: Well, Yeah, watch out, because the man, blackmore he's here.
0: I think it's cool to just... Take him and what he was in Araco, what he was in our first introduction Mm -hmm. in Wolverine, and just extend that. Yeah, obviously this guy, given the playing ground of space, would now up his game.
1: He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know there was so much to plunder. Seriously. I gotta get that. But there's
0: nothing to be got.
1: Everything's gone, and your ambush has been ambushed. Yeah,
0: the double-crossed double-crossers, Maverick and team on the other side
1: which at first i was like oh snap we are just, Who's we on just got side? Te- two teams who want to rob the mutants no no
0: they're working for the mutants we work for whoever's got the money baby mm-hmm.
1: that's how mercs work and Krakoa's got the money it's
0: got the money because beast
1: is being shady let's talk about this data page yeah beast what are you doing 100 Silence. billion dollars beast what, is what are you doing with this money i'm not gonna answer you beast what are you doing with this mo- uh, just projects uh, don't worry about it
0: hey i got this great drink that you would love and yeah. you should drink and, what and D. ignore what i'm up to and let me do what i'm doing and it's just some, some biotech stuff. I'm just pouring some money into Kriko and biotech, like weapon systems mostly. hundred billion dollars worth of unmarked weapon systems. It's
1: fine. Don't worry about it.
0: This is what builds the big contraption.
1: Yeah, this, this is, is the ridiculous. Seed money. And it's honestly insane to me that he didn't need to. There was no checks that needed to go into him using this amount of money.
0: X Force can do whatever they want. A year ago. This was a year ago.
1: A year ago.
0: It's been flagged only by Sage and she doesn't like, who do you, who do you talk to? How do you complain to HR when your boss is HR? Right. You know, like. I
1: know. I know. It's like she's, and I feel like that's part of it too, is like she doesn't know how to handle what's going on with Beast and she's got so many other things, like the number of missions that they're doing on a daily basis and the amount of attention that she needs to give to that. Like she's just feeling pulled in so many directions and she knows she needs to do something about Beast, but.
0: I feel like she should have gone to Emma. Yeah. I mean, that's someone that she knows is on the side of what? Mm-hmm. Where the Hellfire Gala was the first inkling that, hey, Beast is just unchecked. Yeah. He's just doing whatever he wants, whatever he thinks is necessary, quote unquote.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Oh, Omega Red is here to...
0: He you ever just woken up, hungover in a field? <laughs>
1: I do, all the time. All the time. And then my friend Omega Red comes and he's like, get he's up, so woman. so
0: upset. I just I love this reluctant support system. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. Uh, I let you be a murder monster and you put me back together again. I am yes. the broken Humpty Dumpty in the fields of Krakoa.
1: It's very much like that's your classic friend who constantly gets drunk and you're just like, okay, let's go.
0: We have work to do. Time to go. And I just, I like this acknowledgement that my demons are being repositioned for use in the same way that Omega Reds are. Mm-hmm. It's just we're all terrible, and it just depends on who we do it for, right? And whether or not it's worth it.
1: Who are we being terrible for today?
0: As long as it's not Beast, you're good. Looking at you, Maverick.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at this little. Look at this little green guy. I love this team. Who are these who other Who is this mercs?
0: horse? I don't know. <laughs> <The> one... <laughs> he's got a horse head and metal arms
1: yeah like who 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 are these people we don't know they're mercs it doesn't matter
0: it's whoever maverick got on the job and got some money for
1: and their opponents think they can take them down it's a it's basically two groups of people being like i'm super awesome what are you gonna do and then they're both like well okay
0: i'm even more awesome i'm
1: even more awesome than you let's fight each other a bunch but Maverick's team is kinda kicking butt over here. Taking prisoners. And now we have Domino on a solo mission.
0: A Xeno mission in Italy.
1: I don't I don't love what's happening here.
0: Well, right. The fact that the seed of Sage's story in that she's being constantly overwhelmed and, and dealing with that how she's dealing, it's now affecting her ability to support the team.
1: Right. And now not only is Domino in danger here, but Domino is has done her part to complete this mission and if sage doesn't upload the information it's lost it's lost there's a pointless mission and so domino's like hey sage hello do your thing also i've been shot twice twice i'm falling i love
0: this panel as she's parachuting essentially Mm -hmm. through the crocoan gate and landing on the other side she
1: just barely makes it there and then
0: oh wait wait what oh i'm waking up are you all right domino i'm here Please?
1: No, no, Domino's not there because she's basically dead. Thankfully, she's in Krakoa and hopefully someone will find her soon. I love this panel of the gate. That's,
0: that's the one I was talking about.
1: Right. And seeing on either side, both, yeah. both sides of it. You
0: even see her with the little wings in the background mm-hmm. of Italy coming through the gate and then landing into Krakoa. I just love this careful positioning of gates.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool off to
0: space for this massive Death Star-looking prison.
1: Oh, yeah, let's just take you to your prison. Blackmore's like, yo, I know what happens. I'm going to go to trial, and then maybe I'll end up in the pit. Maverick's like, nah, son. (laughs) We don't do that here no more.
0: Yeah, Uh, X-Force decided that we needed a better system for handling this. So there's no judge and jury. There's no pit. There's just... Torture and the manipulator.
1: And this is where I lost it. I was like, okay, beast, so you are taking prisoners without Krakoa's knowledge. You are holding them in a facility and you are experimenting on them. Dude, what are you doing? You're Orcus. You're Orcus.
0: You're Orcus, but
1: Your Orcus, your stasis, your freaking every villain. You're the peacock man. You're sublime. You're like you're all the things. You're you're creating reavers. Like you're doing all the things. What are you doing? He
0: was sublime at one point. So yeah.
1: Well, that's news to me.
0: Yeah. All right. It's cool. But yeah. No. This is this is ridiculous. This is I, I accept it just because at this point I'm not going to allow myself to be surprised by how deep Beast goes in his. Treachery that, like, this is Dr. Barrington. This is the Orcus prison in Sabretooth and the Exiles. Yeah, this is exactly it's that.
1: exactly that.
0: You're experimenting on your own people, I guess, because you're just questionably taking whoever you capture and then using biotech on them for what purpose? We don't know exactly yet. How better to use biotech on our enemies? Okay, right, exactly. I guess.
1: Like, what are you doing? But
0: you're treating them like they're not even people, right? That they're just toys for you to play with in your grand machinations of conquest i, I the details on this data page of uh, i need a place to do my private workshop yeah quit bothering me losers i've got some dark science to do
1: yeah it's so messed up it's so infuriating you know
0: we talk about and there's some questions towards this and you know obviously everybody's reacting to beast mm-hmm Dark Beast is a potential of Beast. Right. Right. Dark Beast is where Beast went. Interestingly, contrasting to our Infinity comic. Right, right? Age of Apocalypse. If Xavier wasn't there to guide and or steady, and the influences of Sinister and Apocalypse were there to allow and, and to reposition, and what we're getting here is somewhere in between, where Xavier is there, but he's not really there. Right. Sinister is there and he's doing his own thing. Maybe that's in the ether of the world and is inspiring Beasts' actions as well. Maybe. You know, you even got Forge also doing some questionable stuff. And mm-hmm. and this this is like this new dark X Club.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's interesting and it's like not super unheard of that someone becomes so obsessed with the with revenge on the people who did these things to them that they end up doing the same things right like
0: yeah.
1: beast's whole thing is protect mutants at all costs and that's essentially what the humans feel as well like they have to do it because there's no other way for they have to figure out a way to survive and so it doesn't matter what kinds of Consequences or repercussions happen because of the way that they're trying to figure out how to survive they have to have the answer they have to there's nothing else and that's where he's at right now he's like the only thing to do is to figure out the solution to any problem that could arise for us and And, the only way to do it is this
0: is to do it secretly where people can't get all up in arms about it right that's basically what he says in this data page is I'm trying to get away from you complaining about how terrible what I'm doing is
1: right and that's where it's like okay so you know what you're doing is questionable.
0: I mean it's it's classic sinister. Mm-hmm. It's exactly sinister as we were revisiting last week in the Immortal X-Men mm-hmm. that everyone in the science community was like whoa buddy like you can't do all those things that's immoral.
1: Right. He doesn't care. And Krakoa doesn't know about it. Well it's it. not that he doesn't
0: care. Well I think he doesn't care in that he he's not emotionally affected but he is doing this for what he believes as the way to safely benefit the greatest number of right. humans. And that's something specifically that Ben said when we talked to him, is that he, he referred to this story, and I don't remember the name of the story, but it was this idyllic town, and everything was great, and there was this monster that was essentially having children fed to them mm-hmm. to, to keep everything great. And the, the one, the jailer person that was doing that dirty work they were taking that burden onto themselves and saying well you want this paradise Mm -hmm. this is what you need to do to safeguard this paradise and i and and beast believes that this is what he needs to do
1: right right and And i think that that's where it gets icky is because he it doesn't have to be this he just i think sort of the trajectory of how he got here is all the things that he's gone through before and he's so afraid to lose it that he's created this narrative for himself that he has to protect it and this is how he's going to protect it because in the past these are the ways that they've constantly been taken down by the opposite side and these are the ways that they've lost and he can't now that they have this he can't possibly let them lose it so he has to come up with all these threats and and he's creating threats that don't exist or he's making more out of something that is small because he's so afraid and that fear has spiraled into this delusion that this is what he has to do to protect Krakoa
0: yeah but we get a guest appearance of Solemn who breaks Sevjar Blackmore out like, why, why are you helping me? Well, it's because this guy's crazy. and Also, he's...
1: how does Solomon know about this? Well,
0: because knows everything. Solomon's sleeping with everyone and gets the dirty secrets. And he even references the fact that he was just in hell. I love the, the phrase that he ends the book on. My sympathy will always be aligned with the sinners, not the devils.
1: Yes. And here's the thing that's that I thought at the end was like, cool. Here for you here, Solomon. Great. Love it. Please don't let Solemn in this prison break be the thing that... Like, I want the team to take down Beast. I don't want someone else outside of X-Force to be the one that takes him down. I just feel like it's not as satisfying as it would be if the members of X-Force are like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. You know?
0: You want it to come from inside the team that they... Right. Are the heroes, essentially, of what they're right. supposed to And do. just
1: like, I want... I don't want someone to come to them and say hey this is what beast is doing and have it like slap them in the face i wanted them to find it out themselves well
0: i mean you're building who those people could be in a a small pocket right Mm -hmm. maverick seems to have no allegiances unless you got money right and so the idea that he would tell x-force is i think off the table but sevier And even now with this team up with Solemn, they can't go to Wolverine, who would be their contact, because he is Beast Man, Mm -hmm. literally Beast's man, and is just the blind killing machine that Beast has going on in Wolverine, which seems like another test of these Krakoan biotechs, Mm, right? Maybe, yeah, that that collar. That collar, yeah, that's exactly another extension of this work that he's working on. It's crazy. It's it's crazy, and I I just have to I have to just let go of what I know Beast to be, mm-hmm. and I feel like we all just need to just understand that go. there was something that happened in between where we were before Krakoa and where we were at the start of Krakoa that Beast saw some stuff, mm-hmm. or he went through some stuff, and he is a changed person, mm-hmm. and from that point he's only gotten worse. And if you haven't been able to reconcile to that point then you're, you're still like, what happened to the Bouncing Blue Beast? He's gone.
1: Right. We yeah. don't have him. He's not here.
0: Maybe we'll have him again in another story. It's not this one. All no. right? Ben Percy has been... And, and it, it's there. It's there over the last three years. How mm-hmm. we got to that starting point, not exactly there. But hopefully the more that comes out as the reasoning why, I think there's some cross influence from Brand. I think Brand sees Beast as her way out. Out of both Orcus and Krakoa, mm-hmm. especially with this prison system in space. Like, he's essentially doing her work for her. Right. You now have another station with the deadliest of the deadly that you're manipulating and using all this technology on.
1: Yeah. that's Unaligned
0: true. to Krakoa or, or- Orcus. Like, this is her escape plan.
1: Yeah. This Which is... I think is cool
0: because it connects X Force and Wolverine. And then now it's tying into the bigger story of brand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think too. And what I was saying before is like it doesn't necessarily have to be a slow build. Like it could have been a quick shift of having this thing and then being so afraid to lose it that you just spiral out of control. You know, you don't you you've been striving for this safe haven your whole life. And now that you have it, you're just so afraid to lose it.
0: You're saying for Beast? Yeah. I just it's just so much. It's been. From that start, it's just getting to that starting point that I feel like is the question. Is the mm-hmm. the reason why everybody's like, hey, what happened to Beast? Like from there, we've just gotten worse. Yeah. But how'd we get there? What you're saying is that it's because he's wanting to protect what they have.
1: Right. Like the Krikoa was formed and then he instantly went into panic mode because he has something that he's been trying to attain his entire life. And instead of being able to enjoy it, he just instantly went into, but I must protect it. And that all spiraled him into what he is now.
0: Yeah. Basing out is our next issues tease. We've kind of talked about our big picture thoughts. Anything else you want to say? Kill the beast, basically.
1: Basically, kill the beast. But
0: also, yeah, we all love Sinister. We love Sinister for what he's been doing, even though it's evil stuff. We don't love Beast for what he's doing because it's Here's the thing. secret evil stuff. And it's manipulative sinister
1: experiments on himself or on like with the exception of the moira situation the moira clones and the
0: upcoming nightcrawler
1: right right but up until this point sinister is not kidnapping beings and experimenting on them against their will
0: to our knowledge
1: and essentially putting them in slavery to do his work like
0: Interesting parallel to Forge's suit in Caliban.
1: Yes. Yeah. And Sinister has no shame saying, I'm a villain. Beast thinks he's a hero. That's the difference. You know? And I also just think, I don't know of Sinister experimenting on people while they're awake, while they're against their will. Like I I just don't know.
0: I know you haven't read it, but I showed you those posts that I did about Sinister and Mm -hmm. the fact that he was experimenting on the children of Project Black Womb to essentially put his DNA into their subconscious and eventually take over their bodies. This is to that degree type of experimentation and manipulation.
1: Right. But I'm not saying that Sinister's a good guy. Right. And I'm not saying that. But like he he's like, I'm a villain. I know who I am. Beast is like, no, I'm a hero, and I'm going to do it in secret, though, because I know y'all are going to tell me it's wrong. Sure, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, Beast is the... I'm
1: just speaking to the point of you saying, oh, we know what Sinister does, but we're not as mad at him as we are at Beast, and it's like, well, that's because Sinister does what he does, but...
0: He does it for the country of Sinister versus Beast doing it for the country of Krakoa. Sinister sees it as him working for himself, the, the world that will be of himself versus Beast essentially trying to keep it together for Krakoa. Mm-hmm. Questions? Mike Loves Mariah Carey wants to know if we can just all recognize that this is darker than Dark Beast.
1: Hmm. I mean, sure. I don't know how Dark Dark Beast got, but this I feel is like pretty dark.
0: It, it's getting to it. I feel like this is in Dark Beast's wheelhouse, right? Literally genetically manipulating people against their knowledge and will. This is Dark Beast. That's rough i'm red x baby is calling out that the writers want to make beast worse but don't seem to care how they do it they're Mm. just they're just making them worse and i don't know
1: i don't know i think ben percy's got a plan sure he's he's thought out how he's doing this and why he's doing this and how it all connects we just don't see it yet
0: right and it all connects in the sense that everyone's seemingly doing similar things right right So you have Zeno, who's essentially doing what Beast is now doing. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's, this is seemingly within the last year, right? Yep. He started this prison withdrawal a year ago. So Zeno has been doing their thing for the last two or three years, depending on how Marvel time works in Krakoa. Was Beast just inspired by what they were doing? And he was like, well, if they're going to learn all this stuff about mutants and our abilities... I need to learn that first. If Sublime is going to do all these things, yeah. I need to get that information before they do, and I'm going to do it the exact same way that they do, because I can't go to the council and say, hey, we should be experimenting on humans. Yeah. We should be experimenting on our people to get the information that the humans are getting against our will.
1: Yeah. That's basically his argument. Yeah, it's not a good argument. It's not
0: a good argument. The Pikaku wants to dig a separate, deeper pit for Beast, or should we just throw him in the sun? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm for the sun.
0: I'm for the sun.
1: Throw him in the sun. But I'd be
0: worried that Orcus would intercept him. And oh be my like, God. Hey, and then
1: they'd be like, come to our side.
0: We want to put you to work. Bran's here. Bran's here. Aren't you excited?
1: Hang out with her.
0: Michael Fox, just when we think we couldn't hate Beast more, he takes the knife and digs it in even further. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, in my mind, I have accepted he is a villain. He is the villain of X-Force. Yeah. Zeno is appetizer right xeno is the hey this is what we're doing and beast is like i'm doing it better
1: yeah i'm doing it crazier than you
0: so we just let that go it's no longer morally gray it's it's dark beast yeah it's, it's no longer morally gray beast it's dark it's dark Beast. deep
1: dark evil beast
0: war lion wants to know if someone can tell me when exactly did beast become what he hated cyclops for becoming so this kind of Militant recruitment of our people, this this use of mutant powers in a way. and I think that that's part of what we were talking about is that we don't know how he got here exactly. We can make assumptions we can we can connect the dots, but we're feeling that there needs to be an issue of just how did Atbe get here? There needs to be something that explains a little bit. And it's even been teased in Inferno, where he started experimenting on those cadavers, Mm -hmm. right? And having those create the the drugs of Krakoa.
1: Yeah, there's a lot about the birth of Krakoa that we haven't seen. Right. Right? Like, you think about back to Hoxpox, how Xavier just dropped Doug off on the island and left him there for a while and then came back, like... There's a lot of stuff that happened that we didn't see, and I think that that's a place where people, as fans, we need to suspend our disbelief, and we need to say, all right, we've shifted to a new era, and we didn't see every single part of what happened. We we were put in as this nation was formed, and I mean, I don't know what the last issue of X-Men was before the first issue of Ho- Hox Pox, but like you have to know that there's things that happened in the in-between. And you sure. have to also give the grace of this is a reset, right? This is a new a new era of comics. So not everything is going to be an instant transfer from how it was before. And not everything is going to be exactly the same.
0: Right. So even just the amount of time that Doug was on that island and all of the things that were teased out of that in Inferno, that was just a page or two in Hoxbox. There's more time that could be explored. It's just the fact that it hasn't been in three years. So people are like, hey, what what happened? And I get it. But also just it happened and this is how it's getting worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I understand. Trust me, I'm a person who likes to get nitpicky with details. But if if you focus so hard on how the story arc started three years ago, you're not going to be able to enjoy what the arc is because you're picking apart how it even got here, but it got here in a reset that happened over time that we didn't see. So I know it's different because like, something like Age of Apocalypse was a different universe, but if you think about it kind of through that lens of like this is just a new story that's being told about these people, about these mutants, like yes, you want the writers to be conscious of the things of the past, but you also have to understand that there's creative freedom in that and that this arc for beast is not the same as it was before and so i don't know i mean i i guess it's different for me because i didn't read you didn't know the comics before. before i didn't know him before so i i can understand why people are like what the heck but at the same point like Where I feel a little bit like we're past what the heck, and we're just like, okay, well, this is—he's been this way. He's been getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Is like, okay, if you if you have not been on the Beast is messed. Like, what's up with Beast? We asked Ben Percy a year ago. What's up with Beast? Right. Like, what's going on? And it's only gone down further from there. Right. You want to call it character assassination? That's fine. You want to call it, it? It's just. The arc that Beast has been on because of these influences.
1: Right. And you think like you took all the villains away, essentially, because you made everyone equal. So now you have to find new villains within the cast of characters that you have. And Beast is turning into one of those.
0: Enough about Beast.
1: Enough. Is it time for X-Men? It is. Number 17? Yeah. Mm, Yeah.
0: I love this cover.
1: I love this cover.
0: The charging energy, the lineup around and behind the X. It's a shame that Sync isn't here, but we all know why. Right. That would have been a cool ad. I mean, he does have the solo cover next issue.
1: Well, there you go. (sighs) Page turn noise.
0: (sighs) Hypothetically, if I asked you to trust me with everything that you are, would you do that? Forge.
1: Ah, Forge.
0: Forge, I don't know if I would. Um,
1: well, I don't know because he did.
0: Yep, but then we'll get into
1: it.
0: <laughs> he regrets it because of where Forge goes with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Forge makes some questionable choices here.
0: The best superhero team in the world. <laughs>
1: Basically, we're starting out saying, hey, y'all, remember Sink was at home because he didn't need to deal with the vaults." But then Gene was like, um, oh, no,
0: Sink, Get I need here.
1: you. And there he goes. And it's a title page. The future comes to haunt us.
0: Size Matters. Written by Jerry Duggan. Art by Joshua Cassara. Colors Guru EFX. Letters Clayton Coles.
1: B.C.'s Clayton Coles. Cover
0: by Martin Cocolo and Jesus Abertoff. Ah, man. Who's in charge of this mission? Damn it, Forge, you're really making it hard for me to pinpoint where you fall on this mission. Like, one issue, I'm suspicious. One, you're winning me back. And then now, you're morally gray, my man.
1: You're just all over the place. How are you going to just be like, oh... I'm just going to leave her here. Yeah. What? You're just going to leave her here because you think maybe Darwin is somewhere in here and Darwin is the key to, you, to all of life. We already life.
0: have a We don't need this one.
1: That is so messed up. It's messed Forge. up.
0: It's messed up on the fact of like, we don't know what would happen to her if she continues to be here. But also, it's just the silence suit. You're just constructed yeah. pieces of who you were.
1: Yeah, Caliban, you're not really Caliban. I kind of just sewed you into the fabric, so go ahead and shut up right now. I just stole <laughs>
0: your face, and I came up with this. At least, so I, you gotta give him at least a little bit of credit for that he feels bad after he's done it. Sure. He was in the moment. He was like, oh no, I shouldn't have done this. Alright, I'll let you I'll wake back up, Caliban. You're not just a suit face. You <laughs> are a person. You have agency. Let's Figure this out
1: and then at least
0: do you sense Darwin? No, but I sense trouble.
1: I sense trouble cause Seraphina
0: you coming into my house to break my things. I smash your face
1: and then we've got Wolverine claws. yeah, which is that because of mystique because we learn later in the end who the third mutant in the suit is and it's not wolverine
0: i don't think that that's mystique i think that that might just be another upgrade in the suit that's not actually wolverine Mm -hmm. because of the fact that it's pink and and kind of like tech of some kind Mm -hmm. you know these aren't adamantium these aren't bone they're like lasers but seraphina wants to talk to the mutant in the suit i don't want to talk to you man (laughs) you're You're messed up yeah well, that's fine. I don't want to talk. I got some bleeding out to do anyway.
1: You've stabbed me and I need to bleed out. So I guess you two can have a nice chat. Ah, The
0: action shots, the fighting back and forth. I love the colors too.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really great. And then she just, she straight up asks him, did you basically stick those people in tubes out there?
0: Very good. Yep. Yes, yes. I did. All right. Why? Because war was going to happen.
1: All right, fine.
0: But why did you do it? Because I wanted to know what happens. This, all right. I'm happy with where we end because it puts things back on the shelf a little. And it allows for the Children of the Vault story to continue. Obviously, the Children of the Vault was not going to end here. Mm -hmm. But this is a little suspect. That she just walks away. That she just walks away. And that Forge takes that as like, okay, we're good. Right. She actively knows that there is a lie outside the vault. hmm And everyone knows inside the vault once they leave because she's able to tell them.
1: Right. But also, you know, the mutants did save her. So she's sort of... I feel like she falls in this in-between of like, well, okay, I trust you guys a little. And if you're trying to, like, save all of life... I feel I'm going to let I'm going to let you go now cuz I got what I needed out of you. And maybe she doesn't want the rest of the children of the vault to be free. Maybe she doesn't want that kind of future.
0: Hmm. I don't know, it just feels like their whole thing, right? Yeah, think- yeah,
1: no, for sure. I'm just devil's advocating over yeah. here.
0: But we can't even we can't even sit in that realization for too long because these cords come out of nowhere and stab forge in the brain as caliban is just all sorts of confused
1: forge what's going on
0: so we go into his dream world
1: his dream of what Krakoa should look like
0: what it could be and there this is this is where i'm like hey get some madrox dna and make it just make it happen (laughs) this is my chimera combo from the first year you take forge you take madrox and you take exodus and you just do whatever is necessary how do we get this how do we get the tree houses for everyone let's go let's do it look at Krakoa we don't see him just yet but look at Krakoa just like hanging out he looks so happy so big and strong <laughs> watching his lava river
1: yes Krakoa looks happy Krakoa looks cool but guess who else is here Darwin Darwin and
0: he's happy and cool too
1: because he look at Forge is wearing the Captain Krakoa suit oh yeah and and Darwin basically is like, listen, I was being experimented on. It wasn't great. It was kind of terrible. But the way that I survived was I put myself into the systems of the vault. And now I'm a giant computer.
0: I'm just data. I'm just so code brain.
1: Don't even worry about it.
0: I've been here for thousands and thousands of years now working out all sorts of things.
1: And it's so much easier to pass the time as code Than it is as a fleshy body. So why don't you take Wolverine? I'm cool here. I need to see how this plays out.
0: But also I can be two places at once. (laughs) And that comes up again later.
1: Yes. Later. Forge is back. He's back to his conscious self.
0: Yeah. After he's left to fall to his mental death.
1: So he and Caliban go and do the right thing.
0: Yeah. I think I heard somewhere along the way that is what the X-Men do. Right. The right thing.
1: The right thing.
0: Caliban should be on the team. <laughs> like what? <laughs> why is that the person? Why is Caliban the one that's telling you what it means to be an X-Man? You are an active card-carrying X-Man.
1: You silly biscuit. And then cut to outside the vault.
0: Oh, what's going on? Sink
1: is here. I'm what? here. What's wrong? Nothing, man. Why We're all smiles.
0: Why is everybody smiling? Why is everybody being so weird?
1: Uh, it's just because, um boom it's Laura. She just says hi.
0: What'd you think? When you saw this?
1: When I saw them together?
0: Yeah. When you saw when you saw this reveal that she is out, they are meeting, you know, it, it was always building to this. We kind of talked about it at the end of last issue too, that why couldn't there be two Laura's? Well I know you got spoiled.
1: Yeah, so, so I didn't really have any a reaction. I okay. didn't I wasn't I can't give you an answer because as soon as I saw her say hi, I was like, they're going to make out because I saw the page on the internet. So I think I may have felt like a little differently because her body language in this image could feel a little bit like reserved where she says hi and then, you know, like the way that Scott says maybe Laura will need some time. Like I think if I had not had the next page spoiled, I would have – then like, ooh, what is going to happen? But I knew it was going to happen, so I didn't really think about it at all. What did you think?
0: I thought it was the happy ending. <laughs> you know, it's was, it was just it's what Sink wanted. It's what we wanted for him in this way. Like, this is the way that it makes sense mm-hmm. versus trying to have the current Laura be your Laura. Right. And then this just creates all sorts of questions and interesting developments for what it means to be a different person what it means to be resurrected how we deal with the difficulties of multiple iterations of one character like this this fuels all sorts of questions that can then be played with and answered
1: right for sure and then there's nothing but love for this page of her jumping into his arms well then it just it
0: just continues the love story that was so great in the first couple mm-hmm. of issues of Children of the Vault, that one intro, and then the two back to back towards the end of Hickman's run. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it, it puts it back on the shelf and adds in a bunch of new ideas. Yeah, I just the line I missed it too. Darwin, he was like, "My gift is to survive anything except X Men First Class."
1: <laughs> wait, he said that? No,
0: I oh. said I said the X Men First Class.
1: Thing. Oh, oh, I was like, wait, what? I totally missed that. And then Forge is like, okay, uh, I got to burn up this suit.
0: I also feel terrible about this suit, so I don't need any lectures. I don't need to talk to anybody.
1: Let's just get rid of it and go
0: home. Let's just go to the bar and celebrate because I have some apologizing to do to Caliban.
1: So Caliban, listen, I know you just got resurrected and you don't have any memory, but theoretically, if I was going to ask you to trust me with all of you, would you do it if it meant that you were helping mutants? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I have some things to tell you. Right. Well, I mean, so
0: this this basically, hey, you said yes previously. You said yes right now. I got to tell you what I ended up doing with it. Mm-hmm. There was a questionable moment or two, but I came out right in the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I had you with me.
0: But the questionable part is what he's keeping from everyone else. On this last data page well
1: you say what you gotta say and then I got some thoughts
0: okay so forges size matters the the name of the issue Mm -hmm. size matters Mm -hmm. this backup amount Mm -hmm. this is essentially Darwin come out to the vault in a split copying the code that is Darwin into forge and then somehow it shows up immediately when he's backed up doesn't show up later and then it has been erased from his initial backup. So you have access to a Cerebro unit, yes, mm-hmm. because of what we've established with Sinister in the first issue of this arc. He was able to, I I assume, and because he's also the creator of the Cerebro unit that we currently use, he has his own off-the-grid, different backup system of something that oh, he's able to keep Darwin off of. There's no acknowledgement of Darwin now on the Cerebro system.
1: See, I think I think Darwin's inside the Cerebro system. I don't think he's saved as a backup. I think he is part of Cerebro now.
0: Interesting. So that he's able to hide himself?
1: Like the same way that he became part of the vault's technology. He yeah. became part of Cerebro.
0: Do you think that this is not Forge's involvement that that he piggybacked in the same way that he piggybacked into the vault system?
1: I do. I think that Forge didn't know he was taking him with him and he just blooped himself into Cerebro. Interesting.
0: I like that. I like both of them. Yeah. And that also clears Forge on doing some other things. Or Forge did
1: know, right? Or Forge did know, but he was like, this is cool. Like this is how Darwin because Darwin inside Cerebro could mean crazy things yeah who knows so i don't know i think that he that's why the backup was so large because it was essentially all of darwin as well and then darwin like
0: so we're agreed on that
1: uh, yes and then i think but i think that darwin like synthesized himself with cerebro and is now a part of cerebro and so he's not a backup on cerebro he is like into the inner work so yeah it's
0: it's different with A back like the the sense of a backup when we're talking about a code right for one person right so but also just the ability that he seems to display in the vault of being able to be independent Mm -hmm. of just being thought right so he doesn't need a body he's able to exist and has adapted to be less of a backup more of a program right right so he can do and build and create and now in the same way and i think that there's some some interesting point In him saying how he snuck into the vault versus how he's now snuck into potentially Cerebro. Mm -hmm. It's also just Cecilia's comment about, oh, you know, it's great because our biggest brains should be really big. So we we get that for Forge. But where did it come from? It came from Darwin's potential.
1: Right. Yes. It's very interesting.
0: Wounded wolves.
1: Oh, well, I feel like we're going to get it we're gonna get a meeting of the lauras or what's gonna happen here
0: we're gonna get something and it's sync on the cover and wounded wolf is a very specific issue of uncanny x-men
1: i feel like i've heard that before
0: issue 205 with wolverine on the cover what happens it's basically the introduction of the reavers and it's him losing his mind Mm. because of some manipulations
1: interesting big picture I mean, I thought it was a great issue. I thought there was there were ups and downs. I have many moments of all caps in my notes where I was like, Oh snap, this is happening. Oh snap, this is happening and you know, another big reveal in this this the last few pages, the final mutant in tempo. the suit is Tempo. Right. To to keep him alive and well that whole time and it's like does... Does Tempo know you use your power? No. So interesting. I mean, yeah, I thought there were so many great reveals and just interesting twists for character moments, especially with Forge. And then, you know, you got to love a, a grand reunion. Mm. So
0: the fact that no one seems aware of Forge's suit building
1: mm-hmm.
0: makes me think that Sinister's question of, uh, it makes me still toggle between Does Cerebro, does Forge have like a black market Cerebro? Does Mm. he have something off the grid that he's able to pull from because somehow he's able to do these things and there's no log of it? Because I believe that there's like a log kept of Cerebro's action. It's a computer. It's a system, Mm. right? So there should be some. How does Cecilia know about the suit using tempo? That's another question. But yeah. Is
1: she involved in the making of it?
0: No, just because of the way that she refers to it. His monstrous suit made use of tempo's mutant gift and allowed him to effectively live inside a bubble
1: yeah it's very interesting
0: yeah that was a great ending it was a little quieter than i was expecting and like i keep on saying it it puts the vault back on the shelf for a little while and adds a new wrinkle or two with darwin being in there potentially also being out here Mm -hmm. a second laura which is a ton of new stuff and the Forge development that's yeah. been throughout this arc. Yeah. That was really great. Michael Loves Mariah Carey is happy to see that Darwin has been uploaded into the Krakoan ecosystem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a part of it. How that's going to play out is the interesting part of this.
1: Yes. But Darwin's <gasps> back and Wolverine's back. We got them all.
0: John's Comics With on Instagram, who is part of the Omni X-Men that we guested on a week or two ago now. Yes. Talking about classic Rogue He says, all caps, vaults, all the vault stories are superb, and this one was no exception. Powerful and intriguing. Agreed. Yeah. It's just flexing all the different potential powers that they have and making you think with new added details. Yeah. Where they could go with this, what they could do further.
1: What happens next? What's Serafina doing right now? (laughs) Shhh. She's telling everybody. <laughs> She's telling everybody. Everybody.
0: How do you not tell everybody? All right.
1: I don't know. Unless you want to be the one to be in charge and you don't tell them anything.
0: I don't know. You want to be the head child? You want to be the, the favorite child? The Pikachu is curious. What does the return of Alpha Laura mean for post-vault Laura? Will they read as separate people in Cerebro?
1: I mean... I feel like they have to yeah they got to they gave they went through the trouble of giving them different names right to to even
0: just say alpha laura i think it was so perfect the variant cover that josh posted of laura just losing it yeah because i'm connecting them intentionally Mm -hmm. that this is her dealing with the fact that there's now another version of herself which i mean if you're going to do it with anyone laura makes the most sense she is a combination version of Wolverine and the doctor that raised her or or birthed her. And then Gabby, along with all of Gabby's sisters, mm-hmm. are other clones of Laura. Right? It's so you just ha- got
1: clones on top of clones on top of clones.
0: So how can you not recognize Alpha Wolverine as someone separate if you're going to with Gabby just because Gabby's been here longer? Right. Got to be.
1: Got to be.
0: You got young Laura, you got Laura Laura, you got old Laura. <laughs> future dog walker is potentially suspicious of happy endings but is it possible that this laura is a fake could it be something serafina created to infiltrate Krakoa?
1: no i don't think so why not i just feel i don't want that to be the answer (laughs) basically like that would be so messed up for sync and i don't know i like the idea of Everyone thinking that Laura died, but she's actually more resilient than that. Yeah. Like, I like that for her as a character, that she survived the vault this whole time. And I think it also opens a lot of doors for the potential of, like, what information she could have learned and how that story could progress. And, I mean, I do think it's an interesting, like, take because Serafina did say, like, take her and go. So Serafina may have seen... Like she saw Forge come in. She saw Forge walk away from Wolverine and then fought Forge and then said, take her and go. So there might be something that she has with her that allows them to have some track sort of or- access or track or something, which is could be a little bit more why she just will let them walk away. Yeah. But I don't think that she's a creation of Serafina. Like I think no. she is herself.
0: Yeah. But she could be bugged. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. That's it
1: that's it well that's 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 a
0: lot i do want to go over real quick amazing spider-man tell us
1: what happened number
0: 14 for you for the people and then maybe maybe you'll feel inspired to read it yeah. because this is a a prelude issue okay to dark web
1: mm-hmm.
0: amazing spider-man 14 we've got chasm on chasm. the front and the inside is split into four separate sections. It's oh. spring, summer, fall, and winter.
1: Okay. And
0: each of those sections is done by a different art team.
1: I love that.
0: And it basically catches us up because we haven't seen Ben, we haven't seen Janine, we haven't seen anything that is relative to this story since the Beyond Arc mm. that I read before Amazing Spider-Man started. Zeb Wells was a part of that writing team. So this, I guess, was put on hold as he then developed some things that he wanted in Amazing Spider-Man. And then now it's coming back in. Looping back in. Looping back in. So I told you a little high level of what happened to Ben last week. Right. But now we see him on these missions to infiltrate Beyond's systems to, Ah. to get all that he needs from their computers. So he's raiding their warehouses janine's not having it she's not into it
1: she doesn't like it
0: she's thinking about uh going on the run she goes to this grand central station and is recognized by the owner of the cafe oh who basically calls the cops because janine is a wanted wanted (laughs) criminal who killed her parents who killed her who killed her father but was sexually assaulted. Oh, okay. Like there was reason, but nobody knows all these. Sure. <laughs> nobody knows all those things.
1: Team Janine. Right.
0: Uh, and this guy, he, when she realizes that something is awry, he like puts his leg up to try and stop her. <laughs> She's like... Um, you ever been to prison, Jerry? Can't say that I have. But see, I never killed anyone before. Least of all my own father, I have. And then stabs him in the hand and breaks his leg to Ooh, get away. She's
1: like, I got to go.
0: I don't know if you realize that you're dealing with someone that's murdered someone. <laughs> so you're nice. You know,
1: now that you're showing me this, I'm like, she's definitely going to be the one that turns into the...
0: Hollow's Eve? Yeah. Yeah. And it happens this issue. So. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Great. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> but-
0: But she comes back and she's like, all right, I I had a a crisis of faith. I don't want to leave you, Ben. I want to stay together. I want to figure out how we're going to do this. On to Summer. Summer. The whole thing was written by Zeb Wells with letters by Joe Caramagna. That first...
1: (laughs) (laughs) BC's Joe Caramagna. (laughs) That first
0: spring was by Michael Dowling and Richard Asenov. Summer is by Kyle Holtz and Dan Brown. As we get our only connection to the current asm run Mm. this bill collector who has been hounding peter and has recently disappeared We don't know why or how or what happened Mm -hmm. but he has always been hounding peter to pay for the medical bills that he's needed to pay up for so he sees ben and he's like oh you're peter parker aren't you i know you i recognize you i know what you look like and this makes ben very mad he's
1: like gosh when will people stop calling me peter i'm ben
0: and he finds his way into limbo. Something oh, was calling to him. Oh, Madeline. As Madeline is surrounded by these Look demons. At her. These demons that are just shouting, Imposter, clone, an empty husk, an unreal thing. Oh, sad. Keep going. I've heard it all before. A nothing person from a nowhere place. And then they bond over this. this... Yeah,
1: because they're both clones.
0: Well, so that's why, like, the different demons f- that are of their souls Mm -hmm. are like hey no i I recognize something within you
1: you're you're demon soul a soul demon i'm a soul demon and we're sad soul demons together
0: you also feel like you have no identity outside of your clone (laughs) progenitor we got some things we could do this we could go on some kind of mission together we can create a, a partnership you know the guy i was cloned from got tired of sharing I guess he stole his memories back from me. Not what happened. Not but what happened. <laughs> okay. But okay, Ben, rock on. And that pain called you to limbo. Mm. Madeline knows that it's no coincidence you found your way here, Chasm. Let this be a sanctuary for those like us. Now come, let's see what we can do for each other. Ooh. On to fall.
1: Ooh it's by the, the Dodsons.
0: Fall. Terry Dodson and Rachel Dodson. Setting the table just we got
1: Dodson here.
0: Dodsons. <laughs> We're now in the fall. Everyone's living in limbo. Janine's here. And
1: oh, everyone's living in limbo. And she
0: feels helpless. She feels like she's not able to do anything as part of this this group, this she's team. She's just
1: chilling. She's just a human.
0: You know, yeah. She kills someone, but nothing oh, don't, crazy.
1: Don't worry. Maddie will help you.
0: Don't worry. I have this severed finger of Sim that I can do something with to release you in the same way that he released me, oh. my inner self. Oh. I can let that come up, but you have to ask me for it.
1: Can I have it? Can I have it? Give and it to me. She
0: shoves this thumb into her chest. Oh, Jesus. This finger into her chest. And this, like, I don't know anything about Hallow's Eve other than these couple pages, mm-hmm. but she comes up with a mask, a mask to curse them. Rips it off. A mask to bleed them. Rips it off. A mask to splinter bone. It's like each of these masks give her a different power, and oh. that's how it works. That she is this the is mask. your gift. Hollow's Eve. That she is able to create different masks for herself oh. that give her different powers. Cool. Interesting. Interesting. Our winter. final Yeah, it's winter. Ryan Stegman, Tim Townsend with JP Mayer, and Matt Hollingsworth. And we hear from our bill collector, it's time to pay, Peter. I was thinking the same thing.
1: Dun dun, because I'm not Peter.
0: And so he goes off, this bill collector, he's like, everybody says you're a good guy. I don't see it. You're dodging me. You're not doing anything. Ooh. How does it feel to be a fake Peter Parker?
1: Oh, a fake Peter Parker. Which... You you should have put the comma stronger in your speaking, yeah, sir. Yeah,
0: because he said, did you just call me a all red fake, fake Peter, Peter Parker? Parker. And Ben goes off. I am on, not a
1: fake Peter Parker. but feel better Grabs him <laughs>
0: by the throat. I'm Ben something. He doesn't remember his last name. Because oh. of what we talked about last week. Oh, right. Where his memories have been manipulated and altered. Oh, things have been removed. Snap. But he goes ham on this bill collector. Just bam, bam, bam. Throws him over his shoulder and brings him back to limbo. Oh gosh. Where Maddie is able to use her powers... To essentially take all of his essence, all of his being, and, and boil it down into a ball.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: And can sniff it. Can oh, just like, can all drink, right, Madeline. Can drink of that soul.
1: Like, shh. Yeah, yeah, just take children. a little bit in.
0: Oh, yes. And, and can, yes, to inhale this would be to know all of him. Perhaps I'll allow myself just a taste. Ooh. Oh, this was an evil, evil man. And Ben says, this is how I become whole. You figured it out. Thank you, Madeline. So they're going to do this to both Spider-Man and Jean Grey.
1: That's to, their goal. That's
0: their goal is to take them to boil their souls down to this orb. Oh,
1: and my then God. And ingest then
0: ingest it oh. so that they have oh. all their memories, all of their sense of being.
1: Dark web. Dark web. Oh, my God.
0: That's the last page. Is dark web. Oh, my God.
1: That's crazy. Oh, geez, Louise.
0: And the whole, whole like, how do I attack without... They do address the fact that Maddie has just recently gone through this arc where she says she wasn't going to do anything terrible. Right. But is now going to do it. Ben is going to lead the armies of Limbo onto this attack. And their real goal is not really to take over New York like original Inferno, but it's to get these two people.
1: Right. They want...
0: Spider Man and, and Jean Grey. Spider
1: Man and Gene Grey.
0: And our next issue, Dark Web number one.
1: Ooh.
0: A one shot. Oh, baby. You know, is this, this is like previously on Amazing Spider Man over a year ago. Like, what did you think? We forgot about Ben? We forgot about Janine? No, they've been marinating in the distance, uh, doing whatever getting it is. Ready to they, do evil deeds. Yeah, it just fast tracks it. It gives us a connection loose to the main Amazing Spider Man story with the bill collector and even acknowledges Maddie's new mutants arc Mm
1: -hmm.
0: kind of it's all just set dressing you know it's all just setting the table for what is it's exactly what Eric had asked for last week with a reason for why Ben fell into darkness but not as explicitly as I think it could have been right it almost wanted to recap these characters but also wanted to focus on setting up the event crazy Gilbert Rojo, 1022, wants to know, what did you like most about Amazing Spider-Man? Me? I mean, both of us now. Now you've experienced it, at least in Cliff Note version.
1: I, well, Madeline. I I mean, I love the, the reveal of what essentially the story of Dark Web is. I think that's a really interesting take, especially because if you think about the arc that Madeline was just on, so, like she wanted to become the leader of limbo because she thought it would give her some sense of identity. And then she still feels empty. And then she runs into Ben and they're like both empty and sad. So I think that kind of setup for the story arc of what Dark web is is really interesting,
0: yeah. Well, and even she talks about the gift from Ilyana of limbo. Was this intentional to help me, or was this just a distraction? Mm. Was just this just something to keep me out of your hair? Otherwise,
1: yeah, interesting.
0: Warline feels sorry for J.M. DeMattis and his time spent on developing Ben and Janine and how it means nothing now. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what a lot of people are saying in reaction to the fact that their entire identities have been wiped. You know, Ben's especially because they've had this interesting character development of Beyond's influence wiping away his memories. You know, I'd say that story still exists. That character still exists in that time. This is no longer that character, yes. Right. But that's what characters do, especially when they're around forever. This is what Bees is doing. He's going through a new season.
1: Right. Oh, God. It's so crazy.
0: And Chad, Graham Alkin Lane is intrigued to see where Dark Web takes us.
1: hmm. Me too, Chad. Me too. What a great week.
0: Yeah, it was seems like you you have one week off on any dark web no dark web next week no dark web next week but then it's coming for you you gotta actually read it i will all right i left it underneath the pile like to the side well
1: it was under the pile and also the double issue of x-men was there so i didn't realize that it was there and then when you got home and you were like did you read amazing spider-man i was like oh nope
0: and i thought about that so like i put it I put it this way. So it said Amazing Spider-Man prelude to Dark Web. But also I wasn't sure what do I do because I still get the trading card variants Firestar this week of mm-hmm. X-Men. And yeah.
1: It was good though. I'm I'm excited. What's coming next week?
0: Exterminators number three. Yes. New Mutants number 32.
1: Ooh.
0: And Extreme X-Men number one.
1: Oh, okay. Exciting. Yeah. And then I'll be at LA Comic-Con. Uh-oh. Oh, snap.
0: When are we going to record?
1: We're going to record on Thursday night.
0: Same as always. Same
1: as always. I'll just be frantically packing before and after and then not really sleeping to get my butt to the airport for a really early on Friday morning.
0: <laughs> that sounds terrible, but yeah. fun. Yeah. You're going to have a great time.
1: I am really excited. And the we're still waiting on the official word of everything that's happening, but you'll just keep your eyes on our social media and you'll see the announcement for what I'm doing at LA Comic Con, which i'm very excited about hey oh hey oh well good talk
0: good talk
1: until next time old friend
0: charles you matter but not as much as you want to
1: (laughs) thanks so much for joining us today on the ex-wife podcast be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends
0: the ex-wife podcast is produced in Providence, rhode island by alicia and justin our music is by kwan